Zarina Dimitrova, trainer in business with meaning for companies and individuals. I have the pleasure to have Albena Nikolova here today. She's a facilitator of um, trainings and courses um, in a business setting and also for individuals with access consciousness. Um, she's a quite widespread um, personality, so she covers a lot of business topics and also a lot of um, I should call them probably more psychological, spiritual even topics. Um, we're going to talk about business though today and see how these two met, match. <laughs> Hi, Albena. Hey, Zarina. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, truly. Like sometimes uh, business does not match what actually could be. <laughs> so I wonder what, what can we actually introduce and contribute to everyone who is looking for Something a bit different for those people who know that something else is possible with business. They just know it and they're looking for some different questions, some different tools and some different awarenesses, maybe. Yeah, so thank you for having me. That's one of my favorite topics to talk to, especially to you. <laughs> it, for years, this is the most enjoyable part when, when we talk about business and how we can do it. And um, what I've noticed, what, why I enjoy so much actually talking to you about that is our conversations are never linear. They can go from here and there and back there. And it's that creative chaos that's making the boom, so to say, of anything that's coming up. So for me, that would be the innovation. So, and then, of course, I totally enjoy also the 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 drive you have when you institute the, the ideas. And for me, that's also the vital part of, of for, for having a business, having the creativity, having the no point of view, what it should be like and what has been done so far, but also like to see the innovation, meaning to go to something new, the off the beaten track to explore and go on an adventure. And, and, and also, but taking to consideration let it put a little keep it in your awareness also what other people do what do you like that so kind of way of cooking it yourself and also add your magic mm -hmm. <laughs> your uniqueness everything you know and um, that's the cre the creativity of the process and then of course the institution of which bit which bit do i need here and here and there and who could actually contribute to that one and what I truly enjoyed with you, like I remember probably quite some years ago, we will have that creative conversation and you'll be like, huh, I like that idea. Hmm, I wonder who could actually contribute to that part. And I remember you have that capacity of like people showing up who are truly matching your ask in that respect or what you have liked to create. And with you would be like it's almost instantaneously <laughs> and this is the magic it's i love the space um and uh of having that uh, openness willingness to have this one actually come to you in mm. mysterious way um like not being invested in the outcome how it should come or I need to read it in the paper or there should be an email, someone telling me, but like sometimes it could be someone you just met randomly. Um, 
I don't know, at the bakery, <laughs> who ha whom you haven't seen for 10 years or something, and just a coincidence, or just random people who just match that. And then um, I like that being kind of the connecting bit of what is possible. And then um, for me, also, business is something that is way beyond just the... How do I put I it? Think like, I get what you mean. Uh, way, way beyond the, the technical part of business, because I can tell you that most people that, that come to me for, the, for my individual part of the consultations, um, they know that I'm a trainer in business with meaning and, and that's the course that I've been promoting the most. But most of them come to me uh, asking for help in uh, psychological and manifestation tools and silver method. They want to learn how the brain works, how the energy works, because this is what actually. Um, attracts things to you. If you want to get ahead in business, it's not that, I mean, of course, your diploma may put your foot on the door, but what will get you ahead is your attitude, how you perceive things. And as you say, what you perceive as possible, opening up for opportunities. So um, I, I guess in a way, we teach a similar thing, you and I, but with a different approach. Um, and it's very complimentary as well. So <laughs> you're off. Yeah. Your, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And that's the thing, like, and that's the thing, like, um, I would like to emphasize on that one, that, that it's not from the space of competition that you and me teaching same thing, but like a bit different, but it's kind of like from the kingdom of we in a way where it's like, I have this when I'm teaching this, even if you teach that, it's different because it's you, you're unique, you're different. But, and how can we actually have this one be combined in a way that it can be greater? So this is kind of totally different energy to the competition. And that's the difference to the energy. I'm pretty sure people know about energetics. So when we talk about energetics, it's more like not the obvious thing, but it's more the subtle part. For example, if someone says something to you and you can per you can perceive it as, as a compliment, it's something to, oh, so yummy. And it could be someone else who could say exactly the same words, but you, your body will cringe. You will not feel actually comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's the energetics behind it. And that's also in creation, in business with other people, when you create, it's also the energetic part of what are you creating. It's sometimes it's not just the obvious, the technical part, as you say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's the other way around. Lots of people would perceive something as a, as a, a direct attack to them or in a negative way but that's also because of you know their feeling of self-worth and um, and so on and others would just wave with their hand or take it as an opportunity or listen and discover something else so it really depends on your standpoint as well yes so um, I teach one-day classes which is a body process access bars and in the manual this is one of the one of the statesmen that, that I truly enjoy, your point of view creates your reality. Mm. Yeah. So how you take things in a way can be totally different. Right. Depends well, if somebody tells you, you well, you're not allowed to do this, you know, it's... Uh, this is and you go like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I no, I always think, are you sure? What if we do this or that? <laughs> yeah, that's you, but it could that's you. <laughs> I find it always as a possibility because I mean, even if I go and I just the simplest example that I have from today. If I want to go and buy um, a prepaid package for mobile data because I'm not at home and I needed to buy a, an additional prepaid package. And so people tell me, well, these are the conditions. And I immediately start, well, what if we combine? Would it be possible? But theoretically, why not? People are just not used to opening up their mind of, uh, and, and thinking of the possibilities that you can ask and receive. They, uh, uh, we are so conditioned to believe that um, what you're being offered is what it is and there could be no change to it whatsoever and so we're not even trying to ask i find this wrong it's it's first firstly wrong from the point of um of the psychology of negotiation you should always know that there's room for negotiation <laughs> but also it's wrong from the point of, of and i can't say wrong but it's it's not optimal from the point of perception of the world and what you can create and how much you can get out of it yeah. So yeah, most of the time we we are aware of the limitations when people tell us that's it, that's the status quo. But like people know, they know something else is possible. There is something more available. How can I get around it? What can we do that? And it's also the soft skills, the art of negotiations, also coming in. So how to get this one to work? It's yeah. not to. Sometimes it's not about have, being right, being wrong, someone else being wrong, or you not being wrong, or it's not about the right and wrong. It's like what will work here, exactly. Going yeah. beyond the point of view of right and wrong, good and bad, and so on, which is a polarity. Right. And on one hand, uh, uh, the the mere trying and asking of what else is possible, as you call it, um, this also communicates what you need. You know, if, if you even take it from this perspective, if you ask, well, is this also possible? It also tells the other person what you need. So they might get the creative idea. Oh, this is what I can offer them because this is what they're actually looking for. So it's not really about extorting people or getting the best deal always in a negative way, but it is about communicating what you need and getting what you need. It applies, yes. Yeah, it applies across the line. It's, you know, not only when you go into a shop, but when you, negotiate negotiate for your career as well yes and this is where i'm super fascinated about that and what you're addressing to me that would be the kingdom of we so this is something that i heard for the first time i'm on a class with excess consciousness the kingdom of me and the mm -hmm. kingdom of we so it doesn't mean to choose against someone when you or choose only for you for me that would be Choose what works for you and include everyone. But like without point of view, what this should be, um, be like or not be like. And this is where, where actually something else is created from the status quo. Right. The most, the, the most common thing would be me, 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 you, you, you. And sometimes it's also the misidentification and misapplication. What does it mean, we, kingdom of we? It's not the separation of difficult, different elements just bumping together, but it's just the awareness of oneness. Right, because, because you see how, how nicely it fits into 
uh, into spirituality, as some business people may not like to, to hear this word, but let's call it spirituality. But it, it could also be uh, the psychology, the creativity coming out of this we concept of what could be the third option that doesn't, that doesn't take the polarities of me or you. Yeah. Yeah, me and you. And, and then, I mean, if we go, if we just get into the subject of business, what are actually the innovations? What's actually the, the future businesses? It's the sustainability. In, and I know that's kind of a topic that you are very keen on and you know a lot of stuff. So please feel free to jump on on that. But I, I just see people being interested in different um, companies they would like to work for in a way. I remember reading somewhere that they compared um, MBA graduates uh, fresh from Ivy League uh, universities, um, schools, way from 2000 and then from 2015. Mm -hmm. And they asked them what kind of companies they would like to work for. And or like what are the priorities based on, on, on which they will choose to to go to work for a company. And I remember that those um, that graduated 2000, they were like nice salary, then it's stable business and, and some other stuff. And then for 2015, I remember the people were like focusing on what's the, the company contributing to, to the planet? Is it sustainable in a way? Mm -hmm. So kind of the, the contribu contributing to the greater. So it has meaning, but it has meaning to everyone and everything. Not, and, and I was surprised that the salary component wasn't actually even the top five no. for those who were graduating 2015 and now it's 2020 it's actually the whole um millennials are they called right yeah yeah they're actually right now entering the workforce and i just wonder uh if people are truly aware like that they require different leadership and it's no longer management and it's no longer someone micro micromanaging you or supervising you in a way it's leadership and this is the difference and for me what i what i perceive as available what i've always known is possible that there is a different way of leading business mm -hmm. that's not solely based on profit what's the margin what's the revenue and when people do the forecast for 5, 10, 20 years, it's not, there are different components that are added to, to that. And mm -hmm. the mix on that is very different compared to years ago. And I know you know more about that. So um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I know more about it, but I can definitely uh, contribute. So yeah. what I am um, now, I'm, as I'm following your thought, I'm thinking of... Um, of the trainings and of the, the line of thought that I have when I offer my services to corporations. Um, and it's still called business with meaning, but no longer for individuals, and, but for corporations. And what you were just saying about the transition uh, of the importance for MBA graduates from salary to, um, to contribution to the higher goal and now to the millennials, this is exactly the path I took when I developed my program, started business with meaning for corporations. 
because uh, if you take strategy, the ideal approach to strategy would take purpose into account. So this is what can the company contribute to the environment, to the world and so on. So this is the 2015 generation. But what I'm teaching is actually meaning, which actually makes a loop and it takes purpose and meaning means what contribution can I give to the others, but at the same time to my own personal development. And this is what millennials care about. They want to have self-fulfillment, self-growth. They want to um, not only contribute, it's not, no longer only giving out, but they also want to close the circle. They want to know how is this fitting my personal um, uh, not only goals, but uh, aspirations, my personal growth. Uh, yeah. Personal growth, exactly. And how does it fit into the lifestyle that I want to lead? Yeah, and that's the kingdom of we. And so um, Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Access Consciousness, and those are the, the classes that I have been taking, visiting for the last couple of years, he's talking about contribution. And when and the contribution will be the simultaneity of gifting and receiving. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer one-way street and and the kingdom of we, the oneness. So basically those would be the bit out of the box words, but this for me, this is what you're addressing, like to to see the bigger picture. But the whole, the whole, not only that part, not only me, right. not only you, but how is actually that simultaneity of I'll contribute here, but it's not like me gifting, mm -hmm. uh, giving or taking and having that exchange, but it's that fluidity where it's actually no longer a job giving and taking, but it's, it take it, it's taking it to something greater that creates greater for everyone and everything for now and for the future. And people are, to me, I see leaders no longer talking only about 5, 10, 15, 20 years, but talking about 500 years in the future. And what if we talk about 10,000 years into the future? Mm -hmm. What can this actually look like if our actions now are actually creating for now and for the future? That's, wow, thousands of thousands of years. I think companies will not have... Uh... A, a big choice but to change soon to accommodate the millennials it's just that the world has changed so much and so rapidly that it's no longer an option do i need to change myself do i need to change my policies for employee engagement for employee wellness packages to introduce self-growth courses it's no longer an option it's just coming as an avalanche especially so, now that yeah. everything that everything is moving online in, in, a company needs to introduce so many new ways of interacting with people it's inevitable. Exactly. So basically everyone is kind of forced to catch up with the new time. And that's mm -hmm. the conversation that we'll be having with some people. We have changed tracks and people who were not on the new tracks, they are forced to change to the new tracks. Or it's kind of like you either jumping on yeah. or you're out so it's um and it's so funny someone told me i think an australia australian friend told me that in australia during the corona they have implemented within three or four weeks something that initially was scheduled to take like a couple of years so mm -hmm. suddenly things were 
possible in a totally different way and so quicker. And it's kind of like that catalyst of change. Mm -hmm. So that's the gift of the new, new time in a way that just got created. Yeah. And uh, yes, businesses have to catch up and it's possible and there is no longer any um, mediocrity that's right. actually going to yeah. create anything. Right. It's, it's no longer, a, you know, leaders are no longer able to do it only on paper for, for PR. That's the thing. They will have yes. to really act. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm actually super, super grateful for what is coming up. And I'm very curious what it would be like and uh, all the changes. And it is like rapidly. And yes, let's see who will be able to swim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> swim, <laughs> ski, whatever. Yeah, right. So tell us about your, your course, the, the upcoming class on Hide Your Business. What, what, what can we expect from it? It's on the 25th of uh, July. June. So, oh, sorry, June, exactly, this month. Maybe I can do another one in July as well. Sure, sure. <laughs> but the first one is in June, so. Yes, so 25th yeah. of June. Um, so that, that will be something that's not based on curriculum, not based on... on schedule, linearity, PowerPoint, or anything that we are so used to in any corporate course presentation or something. So this is based on whoever shows up, whoever would like to have whatever they would like to have, bring your questions, bring whatever you would like to, let's go explore. And um, it's more the adventure and it's the adventure of unhiding your business. Um, Recently, I've, I've noticed a lot of people, yes, you were about to say something. No, I didn't want to interrupt. I'll ask later. Yeah. yeah. So uh, recently, I've noticed a lot of people um, in a way with the new changing tracks started to unhide different parts of them, including their business. And um, so there is that new wave that is asking for something new. So what is available? What, for now and for the future that can be presented, can be enhanced, can be just brought to life. And then one other component is like, sometimes we consider that that business is just our business part in a way, the accounting, the, the firm, the company and the employees or whatever your business may look like. And so often in coaching and we both, in, during facilitation, we both know that it's actually something, it could be something very personal. Sometimes it's uh, the family, sometimes it's something completely different that is actually the underlying thing that can actually unlock complete, complete, complete change. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 the thing. It's everything is intertwined in your life, your business, your family, your friends, whatever you keep separate, it's actually connected. You are a whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just part parts and pieces and the separation. It's just the whole thing. So and one other thing, maybe just to give people as a hint. Sometimes I take classes that have a different topic, let's say pregnancy, which is, for example, not relevant to me, but there is that energy of 
pregnancy, let's say, which is so matching the thing of uh, growing a business, be, like the pregnancy of a business. Mm -hmm. So, and I get so a lot of awarenesses of topic that's so not related to something else because I take out any point of view that I might have about business because when we talk about pregnancy I don't bring the points of views about business and this is where something changes for me so bring your business bring whatever you would like as a topic it's not linear it's not limited so it's definitely going to be undefined uncontrollable limitless different fun because <laughs> this is what it is money follows joy yeah. and we would like to include money as well maybe you don't it's also fine <laughs> and whatever is required to 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 have what you are asking for like every single one brings that ask with themselves and sometimes it's a hidden ask in a way so we can also unhide the ask and yeah, I wonder so what, what else is possible. Right. So what have you noticed when somebody shifts their point of view? What happens then? What have you noticed when you shift your point of view? Oh, for me, things, as you said, happen instantaneously. I get a phone call or I bump into somebody. So I, I, doors open up immediately. If I change my point of view or if I notice wherever I put my consciousness, if I notice something and I, I become very passionate about something, Doors open you put up. your energy in it yeah right so and how is it for you is it usually predictable uh, when i change my point of view or what do you mean yes um it's pre predictable knowing uh, ha me having the security that it works because i've experienced it so many times but i don't know i have no expectation of what exactly is going to happen yeah how it's going to look like exactly. yeah yeah Exactly. So if, if you would like to explore, come, come play, come have fun. <laughs> Let's open doors with a lot of possibilities and whatever will show up. And it's always your choice. You can just have fun. You don't need to do anything. It's your choice.